once again, it was a trial and error thing. I started the season off great. Yeah. I had a sack and a half. That's where I ended. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, started, right. I had a sack and a half in that first game against San Fran. Yep. And, you know, I, and I did things throughout the season, but I didn't get any more sacks. Hmm. And, and my, I think what I've come to realize is that it was God showing me that you have the talent to do this. Right. But you're not there yet, you know. Welcome to the Good Athlete Podcast, the voice of the Good Athlete Project. Hello, everyone. Today, Jim sits down with Dominique Robinson, defensive end for the Chicago Bears. Robinson was picked up in the 2022 NFL Draft in the fifth round by the Bears. Growing up in Canton, Ohio, he played basketball and was the starting quarterback for Canton McKinley High School. Robinson was rated as a two-star recruit and committed to play college football at Miami University of Ohio. During this time, he experimented with various positions until finally landing on the defensive line. This ultimately led to his incredibly successful rookie debut, but more than a football player, Robinson is an incredibly humble and down-to-earth guy that anyone would be lucky to meet. He's currently living with his lovely wife, Emma Robinson, and preparing for his next upcoming season. If anyone out there follows the NFL, I'm sure you're just as excited as us to see what he's bringing to the table. Get ready for Dominique's amazing story and incredible life lessons that you'll hear nowhere else. Yeah, so uh, my name is Dominique Robinson. I'm born and raised in Canton, Ohio, which is, you know, the Hall of Fame city for football. Um, Growing up, uh, both parents, two-parent household, um, Four, three brothers, so four boys in the house. My full mom house. was full house. Mom was left alone. Yeah. <laughs> no girls. So uh, I grew up with football. My dad was a basketball player. He also played football too, but he went to school for basketball and, mm-hmm. you know, had his opportunities to do things overseas and, you know, possibly a shot at the NBA, but he ended up going overseas and playing basketball over there. Yeah. So uh, football, football became big. When I was little, um, my dad started started us out with flag football. All four of you? All four. Yeah. So my my old me and my oldest brother were ten years apart, and oh, then wow. yeah. So it's he's I'm he's thirty four. Uh, my next is twenty five. I'm twenty four, and then my youngest brother is like twenty one oh, wow. or twenty two. So yeah, that's a big spread. Yeah. So he was the one that kind of started out. He was high school football. You know, high school at the time was like a powerhouse. Which you one? McKent McKinley. So yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. that's where he went and going to those high school games and stuff like that and watching him play was... Gee, that's a different world. Yeah. Ohio high school football. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. Know. It's a different level. Well, Is Ohio a big football state? Yeah. For sure, right? Yeah. Top five? Yeah, it's Probably up there. like... It's what do you think there. it is? Probably California, Florida, Texas, Ohio, Ohio. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Might it's, be top five. It's up there. Yeah. Anyway, so, so you're in one of these powerhouse programs. I'm sure Friday nights were crazy. Friday nights were crazy. Um, you know, so football in that in that city is mm-hmm. top tier. You know, it's the number one number one thing. Yeah. McKinley, McKinley football or, you know, Timken wasn't big, but I ended up deciding to go to Timken. Okay. Um, also got into a program called Early College Academy, mm-hmm. which is a program where I could get my associate's degree in four years of high school. So I was doing... Seriously? Yeah, so I was doing college and high school at the same time um so i ended up going to that high school and playing sports for timken 
yeah. senior high school, which was the other high school in the area. So there were two high schools. At one point, there were four high schools, and it dwindled down to two. But hmm. um, so, what did you get your degree in? I got my degree once I got to Miami in psychology. Okay. Yeah. So you were, but you were getting an associate's degree also in psychology, right? Kind of no. So better. I wanted to be an engineer first. Okay. So I started. They didn't technically have an engineering program because, you know, it's an associate's degree, so you don't just, you couldn't really pick yeah. what degree or what your major yeah. was. It was like you either going to graduate with a, um associate's degree in arts or science. Okay. You know, it was like either or. So, Pretty broad, yeah. kind of base level. Right, just a yeah. bunch of introductory. Sure. Right, so when I got to Miami, all those transfer credits transferred over, and I was... Amazing. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good deal. So I ended up graduating, like... Even with the um, major switch, end up graduating with in three years. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. That's very yeah. What a cool thing that they yeah. offer too. Yeah, like, congratulations it's, to any Temkin folks. <laughs> <laughs> so I, cool. I, I tell, I tell, you know, try to tell kids if you or middle schoolers, like if you have the opportunity and want to try up, definitely do that. Like, I, yeah. it gets you ahead of the game, you know, yeah. and it's free. You don't have to pay anything. I can't believe that. Yeah. I wonder if that, we got to look, is that a standard process? That would be such an advantage. And you think about, I'm sure, and we'll get into the rigors of being like a, a college athlete at that level, but the amount of space that creates in your day, right? I would imagine is huge. Right. And it, it, having that kind of schedule in high school prepared me for what it was going to be like I'm once sure. I got to college because I've already been doing it for, you know, four years. And you, sure. it, started, it starts off slow. You, the freshman year, you only take a class a semester right. take two classes sophomore year you take add two more yeah by junior year you're kind of starting to get a full schedule and then mm. the senior year like literally you only take college classes so you're done with high school by your senior year unless you have wow. you know in this case you have classes that you Met, right, sure. need so i was Some lingering credits. and what was football like at that level of high school it was i was a quarterback then so okay uh film study all the time kind of See, I wish. Yeah, I'm okay. not gonna lie. So I, I, I joke because I'm like I, I sat in my QB room once I got to Miami for about a month, and I was like, if I had this information that I had mm-hmm. sitting in this college quarterback room mm-hmm. in high school, I probably would have continued. I probably would have went somewhere else for quarterback and done played a little better in high yeah. school and had yeah, because it was I just knew a lot more. I knew how to go yeah. through a progression. I'm not saying that they didn't teach me how to go through a progression, sure. but having that college coach and those other quarterbacks in the room that knew the game and knew yeah. how to s- slowed it down. And I was like, man, I wish. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm so happy to hear you say that. I think people, you know, understanding and taking like a thoughtful approach to things. I think some people who are attracted to sports like football, I, you know, which I played too. Right. Um, it doesn't sound that cool. It doesn't sound like if, you, if you're drawn to a contact sport like football, film study might not be all that appealing but hearing you say that it's like i'm we're always under the impression that like the more thoughtful you can be mm-hmm. the more understanding you can develop that doesn't like take the fun and intensity out of it it just allows you to once you once you get into the game you're right you're flying it takes the thinking out process, of it it's right no right. you don't process in real time you've done the process right so you can just go so i love yeah. to hear that so you got to college and that started to click at a different level right so yeah. i got to college and uh, me and my roommate, who uh, Jackson Williamson, he great guy, one of my, you know, he was my roommate. He was also a quarterback. We both mm. graduated high school early and went in. So I didn't even finish my last semester of high school mm. to go early. And we both came in at the same time. And you know, he was he was a quarterback. 
he was a pro style quarterback. He could sit back in the pocket and yeah. and drop a dime. And that wasn't me. I was you know I ran around a little bit. Right, I was yeah. a quarterback more that could, creative. Yeah, I could get yeah. out. I could definitely make it make some moves on my feet. But sure. sit back on a quarterback, especially in college, like that's totally different. Mm-hmm. You, the timing is you know it's, oh, yeah. it's key. Split seconds. Split seconds. So For sure, I I end up kind of sitting behind him, mm-hmm. and I was like I. I'm not, I don't like this. Now, I, it was never in my mind to transfer. I, I don't, you know, Miami was my only offer. So yeah. I, I made sure I was like, I'm not going to do that to yeah. the people who Once took their time. To, yeah. Right. You know, so I was like, okay. Quarterback coach comes in the room one, one day and he's like, uh, you know, we got a couple of receivers. He's playing around. He was like, we got a couple of receivers that's, you know, not going to be able to practice because of different reasons. I'm like, I'm not. He was like, so we might need some of you guys to move over. He's joking around, but I'm like, I'm about to, I'm about to move I'm over try- because yeah. I'm not getting any reps in practice. Yeah. I'm sitting behind my roommate. So yeah. like, that's already right. weird, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm just going to move over and wide receiver and just do this for a day. Mm-hmm. Did that for a day. Head coach comes up to me. He's like, yo, he's like, if you can stay here if you want, I'm like, bet. That's incredible. Yeah. That, that's, that's unbelievable. That's, and I love, I want to, I want to really address what you just said. This is how I, would interpret that like obviously we're in the the age of the transfer portal yes. and, and, and uh, like the, the landscape of, of amateur quote unquote amateur sports is changing like as a shift it'll probably be different once we leave this room it's just moving so fast and what I heard you say was and, and, and people go back and forth when they rationalize these decisions I think but here's what I'm hearing you say you weren't like get me the heck out of here I'm gonna I'm, I'm leaving this team behind I'm leaving these people behind I'm gonna go find greener pastures I heard you say that uh, I'm a competitor. I like to play, right? And I'm gonna go find a better position, like literally a, a better spot for me to highlight what I can do. Correct. Which is which is totally different. Could you imagine if every? I'm just. I hope a bunch of college football coaches hear this because, like, could you imagine if everyone on your team when they got frustrated? Fair enough. Every competitor gets frustrated when right. things aren't going their way. I, I 100% have been that. The but if you if you get to that point of frustration and don't say okay how do I duck out and move somewhere else if you say where else within this unit can I fit could I be yeah could yeah. I could I fit could I get more playing time could I I don't know try something new you're a freaking big dude I, yeah. if, if if wide receiver didn't turn out uh, you know can I get a couple reps at tight end what right. if I, you put on ten pounds can I play defensive end who knows right. you know but right. how can I benefit this team better it doesn't say override your desire to compete and just be stagnant and passive but that which you just described is so much different than like get me out of here i'm going to bowling green correct yeah so, so yeah and that's i try whenever i talk to you know i try to go get out to my high schools in the area and i always tell them like listen to, to what your coach got to say like if they think you you're a better fit somewhere else do it yeah. Like it's yeah, better, no doubt. Right. It's, it's better what you and, and, and it's high school football too, so I'm like, it's better than you sitting behind somebody and yeah. being mad. Right. Just do it, because maybe it may work, you know, maybe it might maybe not. But maybe not. Right. I'd rather take the chance than taking going to transfer to another school and especially yeah. in high school, you gotta sit some period of time and all this other yeah. like just listen, try to take it in. Yeah. Um be try to be understanding. And make the move. And, to, and that's, that is a life lesson too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not to get, I, I always hesitate because like, I just want to talk to you, but I also have this like coach in me that wants to like bring the life lesson out of it. So it's like, that is the thing that will transfer to other areas of your life. Right. If you learn at 16, 17, things aren't going my way. 
see ya. That's not like that doesn't apply. Can yeah. you imagine if that was your approach to relationships, or you know, uh, you might play until you might be Tom Brady. You might play until you're in your forties and have a whole deep bank account right. and have to work again. But <laughs> hypothetically, more often than not, people have to even post career. You have to go on to something else. Like you right. have to get some kind of job. When you go into the professional realm, you can't just call it when yeah. it's not going yeah. your way. So I'm glad, but you're going back to high schools to talk about this every once in a while. Whenever yeah. I'm home, I try to get home. You know. Whenever I can, I was yeah. just there for Easter. Um, I didn't stop by the high school, but I stopped by my high school that I actually went to school at. But I didn't sure. go to like the football team, and right. you know, I usually do that. So whenever I go back, I'm definitely going back. I had a couple of coaches that sp- sproused out in the area in my mm-hmm. hometown area that I can that I know I got to stop by, and of course they want me to come in and speak. So they they were important to you. It sounds like it is. It is. I enjoy doing that. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm. That's what I'm going to get into after, or, you know, I'm not a motivational speaker or anything, but I do like sharing my story and, you know, giving us some insight on some things. I love that. Well, continue to share. What else so, you got? I like it. Uh, after, you know, that I made that transition, uh, I came in probably around 225 weight mm-hmm. at QB and then... Came in? Yeah, well, probably 215, probably 220. I came okay. in around 220 after that. And it's pretty good. I, I'm, I, am a, I was a big lifter. Yeah. Not not like, you know, power lift or anything, but I yeah. when the weight room was open and I had free time yeah. in the weight room. Uh so uh went in around two yeah, so around two twenty. When I moved the receiver, I got up to two thirty four. Um not you know, over some time. It wasn't it wasn't quick. I'm six five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a it's a spread out two thirty four. It's just spread so, out. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's yeah. a spread out two thirty four. Yeah. So I mean it, I was a big receiver. Yeah. Uh, definitely an outside guy. Um, they did try to put me on the inside a couple times. I mean, I, I didn't mind it. I was that sure. guy like, hey, I'm going to learn. Cause, because of the quarterback background, I had the knowledge of For sure. the offense. So I knew every position. I, I knew. would imagine you could run a, a five-yard hitch and, and box out a little yeah. bit and get some oh, space. Got, yeah. The corners back then would tell me all the time, he just – He's like, I can't see behind him. Like, I can't right. see. Yeah. He was like, I like that. I can't see. So I'm like, it's an advantage. And uh, we got to make sure, Coach uh, Coach Lim, that the Packers don't get a hold of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and I say that because it was one time where uh, I played. So in college, we called the outsides the X and the W. Mm-hmm. The W was a boundary. The X was a field receiver. I never played the Z, which is our inside sure. receiver. One day, don't know why, our head coach, and he's, he's like this. He put me at Z mm-hmm. for like a reverse. Hmm. I knew at X and W, all I had to do was block. Yep. I didn't know what the Z did. So hmm. I'm in there, and the ball was coming to me. Oh, yeah. They probably should have told you. And I'm running <laughs> yeah. up. I did something different. He cussed me out oh, as yeah. a freshman, as a, you know. And I'm you like, kid. yeah, but it was, it was meant because it was like, you're supposed to know, you got to know everything. You got to know what the X is doing. In order for this office to work, you got to know what the X is doing because you never know who's going to go down. Yeah. You got to know what the X is doing, the W and the Z, and maybe the Y. Cause, and maybe, yeah. Right. <laughs> if you're so, going to come into practice at 6'5", 235, right. you may as you well gotta, know what the Y is so doing too. ever since then, man, I had every, all the concepts down. Yeah. I knew everything. I made sure that I'm That's helping big. the guys, you know, even if they were in front of me. I'm like, yo, you, you got this or you got to yeah. – Yeah, so – we did that for two years. Um, I ended up having foot surgery during a spring that I had a really good spring. Yeah. Well, this well, why? What you do? Uh, I had a list frank. So, end up tearing right before spring break. It was literally the practice before our spring break. 
and I had to have surgery. And those practices before, I mean, I was having it. Yeah. Like, it was just, I was like, this is going to be my year. Like, yeah. I'm finally getting a groove of receiver. I look good on tape. Yeah. I'm running well. I'm catching. Like, I was like, this is going to be the season. Tore my list, tore my foot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so. That's frustrating. I missed the rest of spring ball. Missed spring. Spring, uh, you know, our spring break. I don't do anything. I usually just go home. I always sure. go home for spring break because I want to see my family. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I missed the rest of spring. I missed the lifting and all that stuff going into camp. I missed camp. And uh, I came back late in the camp. We played Iowa that first game, and I don't get any reps much because, you know, I, I was clear, but I missed everything. Right, right. I ended up, you know, playing in the next game and the next game. But once again, it it got to the middle of the season, and my reps started to decrease. Hmm. The ball stopped coming to me, and I was just like, well, I got to find something to do. Like, uh, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a big, I'm big in my religion. So I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, help me figure out what's going on. Um, if I need to move and the earlier, the last season, I got a boy that a guy that's from my area, McKinley, he went to Akron. We play Akron every year. We, you know, we met and, uh, I knew of him. He knew of me. We played Akron after the game, you know, we dapped up and we were kind of built the same, but I'm a wide receiver. He's a DN. Oh wow! Yeah, so, yeah. I got people in my ear after that. They like yeah. they seen it. and They're like, "Yo, they're like, come on over to the dark side." Like you mm-hmm. can. Some of my teammates say, "Like come on over to the dark side. Like, you can play yeah. DN." And I'm like, I just love having a ball in my hand. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I was dynamic. Nobody wants to tackle a six five dude. Right. I'm right. sorry. Right. Nobody wants to tackle. You can say you don't. You do, but no. When it comes down to it, safety. No corner wants to tackle a six five. And, and, and knowing that too. Right. You so know I'm, how they're going to approach you. They're coming low. They're exactly. And I was a physical guy. Yeah. I played running back. I played. I was a running quarterback. So right. I'm going to drop my shoulder and I'm going to yeah. try to run you over. So right. I was like, I can do things with the ball in my hands. But when I can't have the ball in my hands. Yeah. And I'm I'm on the offense and I'm already not getting the ball. Mm. It's frustrating. Right. So yeah. I'm like, I might as well move the defense and make yeah. plays. I love yeah. making plays too. So I'm like, I end up, uh, we end up having a bowl game and. I'm praying. I'm like, I'm just going to wait till after the bowl game. Yeah. And I'm going to tell, tell the coach. Yeah. And I just couldn't. We played in the MAC championship, and I didn't. I, only, I'm like, I could count on my hands the amount of reps that I had in the MAC championship game. Yeah. This is what I've been waiting for. Like, yeah. we in the championship, and mm-hmm. I don't play much as a junior. Right. And I'm hot. I, I get it. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm on the bus, like, like. I was like, all right. It's, uh, so I went and talked to. I text. I texted my head coach. I'm like, yo, can we? I didn't text that not that night, but the next day. I'm like, can yeah. I meet with you know you and some you know he he was. I know he was nervous. He probably sure. thought I was gonna transfer. Sure. So I I go in there. I'm like, I think I want to play DN. He was like, oh. He was like relieved. Like, oh man. He was like, he was he was like, that's it. And, and I'm like, can I yeah. ask on that, like, so you were the same kind of weight room guy, same kind of team yeah. in, in college as you were in high school. Correct. Okay, so I'm sure he did not want to lose you from no. part of the team culture. No, sure. no, no. So yeah. he was like, he was like, oh, he was like, okay. He was like, also talking about move you to like a tight end. At the time, I would have loved playing tight end. Sure. But our tight end had towards ACO. He was coming back for another season. Yeah. Our main tight end. So I was like, yeah. that's the guy. I'm not right. going to. You know that if he's a, he's the guy, tight. Yeah. right? He's right. the guy, and yeah. I know he's going to get the ball, so I'm not yeah. going to compete with another. You know, again, put yeah. myself in a position where I'm not getting the ball. Yeah. So I moved to the end. They, you know, that spring started the end, and 
from the jump, um, it, I look good on tape. Yeah. That's when I knew. Yeah. That's when I knew. I was like, this might be the spot because yeah. it took me a while to look good on tape playing wide receiver. Really? It didn't look. Really? It didn't look fluent. It took me a while. Like it, that junior. That's what I'm saying. That when I got to my junior year, yeah, I was on tape and I was watching tape. Like I look good. Like I look like a wide receiver. At the beginning, it was just yeah, yeah. bad. I mean, I I felt good. I was running good routes, but it didn't look good. Sure. I don't know how to explain that. But no, that's fair. From the jump of DN, when I went and watched tape, I was like, oh, was that natural. looks good. Yeah, yeah. Like, Do I look good. you think that came from you understanding the offense so well? Like, anticipation and all oh, that kind of stuff a little bit? A little bit. A little bit, but not really. It was I remember, a natural fit. I remember that first day, man. I was out there running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. I didn't understand anything. But they, even then, you were causing trouble for right, the offense. Right, right. I was yeah. getting off the ball. I was disruptive, even though I didn't know what was going on. I right. was, you know, in the backfield, just being around. Sure. And, you know, that's, that's kind of how I started. And that, you know, COVID hit. So that really, now I'm taking, I'm at home. And I'm just working. I'm just trying to figure out was different. That, that COVID was your senior year of college. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was my senior year. I'm so, sorry. oh no. <laughs> it's a COVID. I mean, it happened to us all, I guess. COVID so, blessed yeah. me in different ways. Oh, okay. I and I'll I'll get to that, but yeah. So I was, you know, we went home, and like I said, I'm a homebody. Yeah. We couldn't even go outside, anyways. You right, know, we had right. to. I got a park across the street from my house. Me and my little brother, he went to Kent, so he's playing oh, football okay. at Kent. We. We working out. He's doing the same thing. He's went from tight end. I think he was trying to play DN too. So nice. I'm outside. I'm just working. Same size. Watching video. Yeah, yeah. he's a little bigger than I am though. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching videos, just trying to learn the game. Yeah. You know. And so I I say COVID kind of helped because I I wasn't just thrown into the thrown into the fire. I had time to kind of get back to the drawing board and work and kind of work on getting a stance and coming out of a stance. Yeah, for sure. That's different. Totally it's different. different. For people who don't know what a learning curve that is, yeah. it is, a, it is it's night and day. Right. Could you imagine coming out of a three-point stance right now? And going I don't even know what you guys are right. talking yeah, about. Fair yeah. enough. All right, fair enough. So yeah. my hips were hurting I'm just because sure, yeah. that getting out and getting up and getting down, I'm, I'm yeah. tired. Sure, sure. And I'm not the – I'm the conditioning guy. Like I can yeah. run for days. Yeah, right. But coming up and coming down. Coming up, coming down. It's, I mean, it's like it's a different. squat every time. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that was different. So having that time at home to be able to adjust and kind of learn how my body works. And, and eat well. Eat well yeah. and all that type of things and put on weight. I put on. So I went from 235 to. Yeah, what are you up to now? I was to playing at 250 in college, 252. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm like 260, 265. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Dude, and you still look. I know. Like, yeah. You my can, wife if loves you wanted it. to. She's Pat like, more, you could. when I was driver, she was like, I hated skinny you. Really? I was, because I was like too skinny. Where did she go? I don't know. She's still. <laughs> <laughs> I hated skinny She hated yeah. skinny me because yeah. it was like, I, I wasn't bone, but sure. I was just cut. Like I was literally yeah, yeah. like, now I kind of got a little fat to it. You know, it was a little, but yeah, she just hated. Right, I guess. She, yeah. She hated skinny me. Two, so what are you going to try to get up to, do you think? I think I'm going to try to stay here. It's 265. 265, Nice yeah. blend of, of strength and Not, speed. Yep. You can still move real well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. And then um, we end up playing three games in 2020 because of – 2021 because of COVID. Or 2020 because yeah. of COVID. And then we end up getting sick. Some other teams end up getting sick. And sure. It just didn't work. 
And uh, I ended up having two sacks that season, and I think that's kind of what sparked games. it. And yeah, in three games. There you go. And uh, the next season came around, and I'm like, okay, this is, you know, this is it. Yeah. But again, I knew my role. I Coach Martin is a he's he's a good guy. He understands that. He knew I was probably going to go somewhere. So mm-hmm. there were four DNs that all could have started. Yeah. At a college program somewhere, Cam Butler, uh, Ben Kempler, who was from Libertyville, okay, um, uh, Lonnie Phelps, and then there was me. So we all were rotating. Any of these guys still playing? Yes, Cam Butler's at Virginia now. Lonnie Phelps just had a spectacular season at uh, Kansas. He's just entered the draft, and Ben wow. is, you know, he's working. So yeah, he has a family and all. So he's sure. a great guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he Ben Kempler was a Six or seven year senior. Wow! I knew I was. Oh, wow. I knew I wasn't starting over him. Gotcha. He's like thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the old head. Yeah, for sure. Cam Butler had been starting since he was a freshman. Okay. I wow. knew I wasn't starting over him. Sure. So me and Lonnie were, but we all got the same amount of reps. It wasn't like I was in the background. So I didn't even start my senior year, my <laughs> super senior year. Sure. Which is crazy because people were like, "How'd you get to the?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." God works in mysterious ways, but yeah. I'm here. Well, there you go. And then, and so what did tell us what that next gap looked like though? So you're not, it sounds like you had, you had ability, obviously you had work ethic. The, the word that I, that keeps coming to mind when I hear you tell your story is commitment. Yeah. And uh, you had some good people around you. And now obviously people are willing to pay you money to play this game. That you All right. What, so what, so you're not, uh, but I could also imagine how it'd be like frustrating to not be a starter. Yeah. Your senior year. And it was. I'm not sure. It was, but you it stayed was, with it. And right. So did you enter the draft? How did you get picked up? What's so the, my uh, do you have a pro day? In yeah. Miami? Yeah. My 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 boy Mike Brown, who also is in the league now, uh, he was he started talking to agents probably around our sophomore junior year. Oh wow. We used to work at a hotel, and I remember he would get calls from agents, and I'm like, I'm just sitting back like, man, I can't wait. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to, you know. What, what position was he? He was a safety. He's okay. now playing linebacker. Oh, no, wow. he's a safety. He's a safety with the Titans. Okay. Yeah. So they're calling him. You're ready for your call. I'm ready. I'm ready for my call. I'm like, man, I can't wait till I start getting some agents calling. Because yeah, I just yeah. know that's, like, if that once that happens, that's the next level. So yeah. I finally got an agent. My first agent called. Uh, we actually are signed to the same agent. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So go. me and him. And um, they started rolling in after that COVID, once that COVID, like the, that three-game span. Sure. Someone and, saw your tape. Yeah. yeah. And they started rolling in, and I was like, okay, this is the start. Mm-hmm. This is the start. And then that summer before the next season, after the COVID season, my super senior year, um, I got on the freaks list. It's like 200 NCAA players who are – they just look like freaks. Yeah. Who, who puts out this publication? Uh, the athlete, the athletic, or something. Okay, it's some, yeah, it's some, yeah. it's some, it's a big, you know. Because I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sports Illustrated. I know used to do like uh, All America Strength Team and different things like that. Right. This, this is similar enough. Yeah. This is the, yeah. the physical freaks. Yeah, okay. physical freaks. So yeah. I, I made it on that list. I was like forty two or something. Yeah. So I'm like, that's amazing. It hit me like somebody texted me and was like, you know, you're like you're you're a freak. <laughs> and I thought he was joking around. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been told that multiple times or whatever. Sure. And he was like, no, like he screenshot the article and sent it. And I was like, oh. No, it's official now. Yeah, like this, <laughs> yeah. Is, this yeah. is a thing. I didn't know there was a thing. And after that, it started, you know, people started hitting my phone. I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
I get the preseason senior bowl watch list. Hmm. I'm like, more people start rolling in. I sure. get the preseason uh, NFL draft, like, you know, or, yeah. or you know. Players that, to watch. That right, players play. watching. I'm like, oh, this is serious. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm starting, it's starting to blow up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And um, by the end of the season, mid-season, I get the senior bowl invite. I get the combine invite. Uh and that's kind of how it all started. Yeah. And I chose my agent, which was the first guy. Once I'm big on that commitment thing. Like, yeah. He was the first person that I'd ever called. Yeah. We had a great conversation. We spoke. I spoke with other agents. It wasn't like he was the sure. one, but sure. you know, he kept it real. I'm good. There's I'm, something about that. For it's sure. He saw something in he's, you. And, exactly. Yeah. He was the first one to call even before, like, the, the, uh, what is it? The senior bowl, even before the, yeah. the freaks list, like he was talking to me before all that. So I was like, he know, he knew, yeah. Yeah. you know, so he was the one I went with and he's been, you know, he's been working, he's yeah. been working. So that's amazing. I had that, did the combine, did the senior bowl, did my pro day and went into the draft. I, you know, before the senior bowl, I was supposed to probably go, you know, late sixth, seventh round. Sure. Had the senior bowl, they said my stock went up just a little bit. Sure. Did the combine, my stock went up just a little bit. So at that time, I'm like, oh, you know, probably third or fourth. Yeah. Went in the fifth. Close Still enough. great. Yeah. Amazing. I was Still not, uh, yeah, I was yeah. not, but it was a stressful the draft oh, day. It was it. stressful. Round after round. Yeah. Round after round. Like, hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity, you know, to be blessed to have, but it was stressful. For sure. I believe that. All right, so I'm going to take two words out of that story, and I appreciate you sharing. Oh, of course. One of them is the commitment thing. Um, we we just met your lovely wife, brand new. How, yes. how many weeks is this? Or oh, it's a year. Oh, you've so been married a year? Got, you just went on your honeymoon, though. We got gotcha. married right before the draft. Okay. that I like that. And <laughs> so we couldn't. You, you were like, however this, you got to be in no matter how this pans out. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like that. Right before the draft, we didn't have time to go on a honeymoon, so we just of course. we waited till after the season. I love <laughs> it. Went. And how was it? You it was great. Jamaica. Yeah, it was great. Very Enjoyed great. our time. Is she does she have like an athletic background as well? Yes, she does. What does she do? Volleyball. Yeah. She Still? was. Yes. No, not. I mean, she coaches. Sure. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Did you guys connect on that? Yeah. To get, is that the connection? That's, That's how the I connection. That's how you, I thought you guys were just pals. Nah. Oh, I love that. We cool. are now. <laughs> now, right, yeah. right, right. That's very cool. Yeah. Okay, so she's so she can't. That's in her. She, yeah. That's in her blood. That's in her blood. Yeah. She was. I still get my defensive coordinator kind of clowns with me. He's like, "You're not the best athlete in the house," because she was top two. She was, yeah, for real. Yeah. She was a dog in college. Where's My she? accolades, Robert Morris in Pennsylvania. Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, she was a dog. She got voted for some All-American list and all wow. this other stuff. She's got some records over there. And I'm like, yeah, she was a dog. She, <laughs> she in, in terms of accolades, she has yeah. me beat. She's got you for beat. For sure. Fair enough. Well, you got for time sure. still. I do. You got time. I do. That's right. She did a great job of challenging my team in the middle. See? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, actually. Like, she well, she'll against, go against your, like, well, the junior guys? Well, sometimes we scrim. Uh, 18s is a little bit higher level than some of the other levels. Yeah. So we'll need to pull in some coaches, and then we'll get in there. And, and she'll know, show these high yeah. school guys oh, how yeah. real volleyball is played? Higher net, too. She's a Yeah, she's playing on, yeah. uh, on a higher net. She's a dog. And she's still making it work. That's not the worst household to be the second best. Athlete. It's not. That's why. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's, that's why right. I'm like I cannot complain. I'm no. not going to argue with you with that statement. No, My time right. will come. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Do you guys plan on having a family someday? We do. Are you? Is your agent already 
um, asking for a first conversation. <laughs> like, there have been multiple people like, hey, man, I could take one of your Just kids. Listen. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's right. right. That's right. I like that. So, um, so you're obviously committed. The other thing, well, let's go into that more. Where do you think you learned that commitment from? Because that does seem to be a thing. Is that from your family life, your upbringing? Yeah. It might, yeah, it definitely is, man. My, um, my, my dad is a pastor and my mom, you know, she's fully committed to, you know, it's just having those two in my life was, is, was a big thing. And that's kind of why I kind of wanted to, I know I started with engineering, but I, I definitely, psychology was in my, in my background yeah. just because I, I want to get back into the schools and help those. Cause I, I, I noticed, how much having a father figure in my life, multiple father figures in my life, even yeah. beyond my father, yeah. made an impact in uh, just the way I live my life. And you know, it wasn't it wasn't much of a scary scary thing, but my dad knew so many people that it was like I couldn't get away with anything. Oh sure, I like <laughs> it that. was That's like okay. I had so many people like watching and this and that. He's like, try it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna right. find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like so. I'm not. I'm like, look, I. I never, so I think that's kind of where everything kind of started. Like, yeah, we were all committed to our journeys. Yeah. Um, you know, watching my parents and how they stuck with it together, even through some tough times, you know, nothing really crazy, but you know, every, everybody has their times of trials. Without question. Right. And being able to work through and do things is great. How do you remember? Do you remember what it was like to watch your parents work through tough times? Yeah. What did they do well? Converse, they, they talked. They, they talked. Yeah. They talked. I mean, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't nothing major, but there were, you know, there were times where I've, you know, kind of heard some slight arguments. It was nothing crazy. There was no yelling or anything, but even with us, like, oh, really? we, yeah, with us, we're kids. Like, sure. my dad's working, my mom's in there, and you got three boys. That's stressful. Four, it is stressful. Yes. <laughs> and somebody's trying to sleep because they got yep. midnight and, you know, that's, it's, that's yep. stress. So they never had any yep. problems. And they and the thing is, they made, I, I think back today, I'm like, I, I don't know what kind of uh, sacrifices they had to make for us. Sure. I don't, I, I literally couldn't tell you because I yeah. know, but I do know that there was a lot. Oh, I don't know what sure. they yeah. gave up. I don't know what money they because it's three boys with a fourth who, you know, he's a little older than us. I say three because we're all, me and my brothers, we're all kind of closer together in age. And then raiding the fridge at the same time. Right. That's right. And then my older brother, he was in high school when we were in elementary school. Cause he, right. So he was kind of gone by the time, yeah. you know, we got to middle school. But I don't know what kind of sacrifices. We're At one point, we were all in three different places. My brother was in high school. I was in middle school. My little brother was in elementary school. That's yeah. three different schools. Yep. In Kansas City School where, yeah, we got bus routes, but we're all playing sports, too. Yeah. So somebody got to go pick up Caleb. Somebody got to come get me from, like. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. It's sacrifice. I I'm think like, the answer is countless sacrifices. Right, countless. And constantly over the course of multiple decades. Right. And that's like, so shout out to your parents, For of real. course. And just like parents in general, if you're going to do that well, right. you're doing it all the time. Which brings me back to this idea, why do you do that? It's full commitment. Right. I would imagine, I, my guess is like, your dad, like, to be a pastor is the ultimate declaration of commitment. It is. Right? You know, like, this is, I'm unwaveringly this thing with this set of beliefs. Right. 
And then I imagine your mom being, as you described her at least, committed to the four boys, to the family. Like, So you're seeing commitment happen around over you and over and over, over and over again. And I'm hearing you say that when things get tough, you talk through it. I've come, like, I just got an emotion feeling that I've come to, I mentioned before we clicked on, like this, uh, you know, the push we've made in our organization toward uh, prevention and, and just an assortment of, of initiatives within the mental health conversation. And the amount of people who are uh, in healthier places or healed from or finding the support they needed just because of the willingness to jump into a conversation, it's life-changing. Life-changing. I've got a friend who's a therapist and admittedly, I've been always been an advocate. Like, get the support you need. Right. I'm an advocate. Uh, but admittedly, I've always been like a, an action-oriented person. Like, I'm a step toward, and probably that guy can tell you that sometimes almost too intense and going too fast. But like, I want to do something. Like, I'm always like, yeah. we gotta do this. We gotta do this. We gotta. If we want to be there, we have to take a step toward there. Right. Hypothetically. But uh, I, I say all that to say the power of just talking through things is so. I guess. It, it, you can't overstate it yeah. right to it take a, a thoughtful next step you just have to process it oftentimes yeah. in, a, in a household you've got to partner on it you've got you to do. share the ideas you've got to get on the same page um, it's the it's the X and the W and the Z all, all knowing what their responsibility right. is you know, at the same time otherwise you know you take the, the best most intense and fastest step forward but in the wrong direction right. play doesn't work correct it's amazing that's great all right. Well, I got a question for you. Have you ever been like when in these moments of stress, what are your go to ways of getting support? Uh, prayer. Prayer is your prayer is one. And I'm a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. It, you know, through good, bad. I, you know, I've yeah. had ups and downs, especially with football, man. I'm like, for sure. the, the positional changes and it, and it, and it all worked. That's why yeah, I'm like, that's right. That's why I believe whatever happens. Oh. It happened for a reason because I'm like, I could have just started out with DM, but why? Why did I have to go that through? Wasn't after, totally. It wasn't the plan. Right. Why did I have to go through QB? Why did I have to go to wide receiver? Why couldn't you know? Mm-hmm. But end up working with and not my and not you know people joke. I'm like they say I'm like some of my friends. Are, oh, you know you kind of you built my I'm like, dude. I only had four sacks. In in your whole college career. In the whole college career it was it was six. Or seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I four had, sacks that senior year. I had four sacks my senior year. And I wasn't starting. Yep. So I'm like, it? <laughs> right. This is not, dude, I love what you're saying. I'm like, I, hope, I hope not only coaches and, and professionals and people hear this. I hope some, some kids hear this. Yeah. Because right. there's this, we talk about it all the time. There's this like, I think people think there's a script more often than there is. Right. And if you think, if, if you believe too fully in a script, I, we always go with concept over script. The concepts and what is what's important. I'll come back to that idea. But have you ever been part of anything that went exactly to plan no. ever in your life? A practice, a single play, much less a game or a season or a career? Like never. Not, so not often. And, and it's 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 unfortunate to see people um, sort of. I don't want to say this is too tough language, but I'm gonna say. It collapse in those moments this didn't go the way i wanted or planned it has to be this way i didn't get it i wonder if you could step back into the 17 year old version of you and say like i wonder this is just a guess but what do i want to do i want to be drafted and play for money 
this sport that I love, like I want to be drafted in the NFL player, right. then, then maybe your best bet is not to expect there to be a one to two to three to four progression. Right. But for what, everything you just shared with us, it's like, it seems like you stepped into the moment and did what was and yeah. your best in the moment, given the context, you know, without, without too much, like, and I'm sure there are moments of like, there are moments of problem, but it, instead of thinking it has to be this way, it must be this way. It was more like, okay, I'll take you through every step, I guess. But like, okay, so so it's. I thought it was going to be quarterback. It's not. It's, it's well, receiver now. Right. So I'm going to do that. And I thought it was going to be receiver. And it's not. I'm going to go show off my uh, field vision and athleticism at, at this place. And then am I a little undersized? No problem. I'm going to go run and lift and eat. And, right. You know? And of course, it's not It's not just like an even-keeled like Buddhist mentality. Right, around, right, right. But, but to be able to maximize the moment... I think will almost always maximize the outcome. Yeah, but and I, I I did the things too in between to make sure that I was going to do be yeah. and be my best at that position. Yeah, so it wasn't right. like I just moved over and was like, oh, what I'm doing now is going to get me to be the best. Like, no, I sure. when I moved to the end, I went and spoke with a nutritionist. Like, I met yeah. with the somebody who helped me can put on some good weight. Yeah. I went and got bigger in the weight room. Like I yeah. did the things that made me who I am. Right. And even in high school, like I forgot to add, like I didn't want to play football. Oh really? Yeah. So what did you want to play? Basketball. Dad, like I wanted dad. to be like my dad. Yeah. I did. And um, they shut down. Like if I told you, there were two high schools. Yeah. They shut down the one that I went to. So I went to Timken. McKinley was the other one. They shut that school down and made everybody go to McKinley. I was hurt. Personally, yeah. I know yeah, yeah. my wife kind of jokes with me, and I, I take that, you know, that was my high school. Like, yeah. they shut it down. That's who I wanted to play for. That's where I wanted to come to mm-hmm. come out of school from. But they shut it down, and I was like, I'm not I'm not going to play football for McKinley. I yeah. was like, once again, I was like, they don't deserve my talent. Ooh, I, like <laughs> I, was, I was, I was, you know, a stupid kid, but that's you just how I, I was a kid. Yeah. That's how I felt at the time. I was like, I don't want them to have that, but... I get a call from, you know, my dad was a big name, big guy in the area. You know, yeah. everybody knows him. I get a call from a guy named, uh, I call him Spino. He's, you know, kind of, I, I went to lunch with him when I was home. Yeah. But he called and he's like, that kid is going to be a Division One athlete. Really? You know, possibly. A, what did he see? A, I don't know. He just seen the athlete, yeah. a yeah. big 6'4". Yeah. <laughs> a big 6'4 guy that can run and, yeah. you know, and he's because he was a recruiter for Ohio State back in the day. Mm. He was like, that he guy is out. going to for sure be a yeah. D1 athlete or NFL guy. Yeah. So he called my dad and my dad was like, look, I'm not going to make you play football, but you need to take it into consideration. And at that time, he, my dad was on the wave of, you know, you are not going to sit in this house and not do anything. Sure. You're either going to go to, right. to the National Guard or you're going to do something outside of, you know, if you don't make it, get a scholarship because we yeah. don't have the money to pay for that. And I was like, I will be damned if I go to the National Guard. Wow, <laughs> so, oh, for sure. Okay. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. May as well go play. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to, you know. Do what I have to do to, to sure. get to where I want to be. So, and did at that time, did you see that in you too? Did you know you were just a step ahead? You were just a little different. I didn't. You didn't. You didn't. See I, I mean, I knew I was athletic. Yeah. But I didn't know that it would it would yeah. become this. So that until yeah, yeah. once I got to college and the scouts kind of rolled through and I looked at how I compared to the rest of my team. Yeah. Then I was like, 
I, I could have a shot at right. the NFL, but I didn't know it was going to be like this, honestly. It's amazing, man. And so what are you most excited for looking forward? Because it is incredible. I've been working. Um, yeah. And even throughout the season, I, uh, I, once again, it was a trial and error thing. Mm-hmm. I started the season off great. Yeah. I had a sack and a half. That's where I ended. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, started, right. I had a sack and a half in that first game against San Fran. Yep. And, you know, I, and I did things throughout the season, but I didn't get any more sacks. Mm-hmm. And am I, I think what I've come to realize is that it was God showing me that you have the talent to do this. Right. But you're not there yet. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't, I, I'm a worker. I'm a workaholic. I know I would have put in time and dedication in the off season yeah. if I had more than one and a half sacks. Yeah. But that trial and error of 17 or 16 more games and not getting a sack mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was like, it was hard. It was like, what am I doing sure. wrong? Like, I just, I just, it looked so easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in game one. And now 17 games later, I haven't made yeah. any jump of anything and I'm like okay yeah like this is another time of where I need to who's helping you along that journey like who, who are the guys you're learning from so at the time we had Robert Quinn mm-hmm. and you know we ended up trading him which made me get into that starting position towards the middle of the season so watching him was was great I also have I had uh Travis Gibson who was still there you know he I looked up to him um and still do but we had a you know it was a new regime coming in, so we had a flush of guys just kind of rolling in and out, sure. trying to figure out. They're trying to figure out their, you know, who fits best in this sure. game and stuff sure. like that. So um, that and I, you know, I end up. I, I and here's another thing: I have a problem asking for help. Mm. I get that. I do. I and get that. It got to a point where I was like, "I'm gonna need help." Like, what so do you I'm, think? Why do you think that is? I don't. Because I'll tell you, and you don't even have to have an answer. My my thing was... It, that's common, man. Yeah. I can yeah. figure everything out on my own. Totally. And that's I, just how... I had I, a conversation with an athlete yesterday who is, uh, in fairness to this person, uh, going through his own set of things. Right. You know, it's just so, it just so happens the nature of our work is like we get into both really positive and sometimes complicated spaces. So this guy's going through, fair enough. But um, his it, we've had to confront many times over the course of our relationship his unwillingness or to open up to help. Yeah. Now, once we can get around that wall that's been put up, it's re- it's receptive. This athlete feels cared for. You know, it's like it, it, you get to this point where it's like, not only did I not have to do this on my own, but it feels really good that someone cares enough about me. You know, so it's like this double-edged thing. Now I have a new set of under a new right. building, new understanding. I, have, I feel empowered by the fact that somebody else actually cares about me and wants me to do better. And you take those things, put them together, and then all of a sudden what you realize, and this is something I've recognized with my own barriers to right. wanting to ask for help, is like all of a sudden you get to that place and, and that natural good, uh, whether it's ability or character or whatever, that was there to begin with that you wanted to just own on your own, it just shines that much brighter. Yeah. You know, when you've got, when you, when you get to that place, but getting to that place. You just got to get hard. there. Yeah, and, it's uh, hard. I got there late. Okay, fair three enough. Three se- three games left. We played uh, Philly, and I played so bad. Really? Yeah, Philly. They, you know, that RPO offense was just. I couldn't. I couldn't pick up. And I watched tape. Don't sure, get me wrong. I, I, yeah. I watched tape and I studied, and I go on with the plan. And 
Malata confused me so bad that day that I was getting off the ball slow because I couldn't see if it was run or pass. Yeah, you were processing. I was processing, literally. I was processing so slow, and I was like, this is this is bad. Like, yeah. I was just watching it on tape. I didn't want to watch it the next day. I was yeah. like, so that's, that was the point where I was like, all right, went up and talked to my, the, uh, my D line coach and the assistant. Yeah. Took great things from both. Yeah. Had the best time my yeah. last three games. I was yeah. getting off the ball faster. I was striking better. I was, Amazing. it was just like, yeah. Why did I, I do this sooner? It was, Dude, it was I, just one of those things where I was like, man, and you know, just ask if you don't. If you, it is. It is. That, I mean, that's good advice too. I just hope everyone listens. So th- it, this is my opinion, and I'm gonna. I've been ranting like left and right on this, so I'm, I no. apologize. No, 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 no. I just I feel like there are so many people, especially. And again, I won't. I won't impose this on you, but I'm reflecting back on my own career. I think right. you, whatever your life happens to you, you build up certain parts to you that are tough, that are whatever they are, independent. Uh, capable, you want to show the world that I got this. Right. There's something important yeah. about that. I think a lot of people feel that way. And uh, the question for me always comes back to like, and we don't have to go through this whole thing, but like, why? I think it's unfortunately, we mentioned before we hit record, just the build of the Good Athlete Project and how this could go any number of directions. Yeah. I think part of the reason that happens, unfortunately, in sports like football, which I love, is because there is sort of, there's a tough guy mentality that is appropriate mostly but it's like I think the tough guy mentality has been adjusted in a way that does, it's not always healthy like yeah. do you have to be tough you better sure. be you or got it's to. The wrong, right? <laughs> yeah or this is not going to go all that well for you you know you right. got to be tough do you have to be tough to um, like mentally tough to go to the weight room when it's a lot easier to sit on the couch and play video games and, and snack yeah. like yeah get your ass off the couch exactly. get to the weight room do, do the something. hard thing you know, put your, but like, that's important to, uh, to close oneself off to people around you to get this like old school John Wayne stoic, like I don't need anybody <laughs> sort of thing. You, I think it's just, unfortunately you miss a big part of being human, you, do. you know? And, um, and, uh, yeah. And, and unfortunately I think that that's, that's sent people on the, uh, the wrong path, unfortunately more yeah. often than not. So, Okay. If you had to give advice to a young person trying to balance being both tough and kind, being like super competitive and trying to achieve at a high level and the kind of person that can be in a caring relationship and be a good teammate and all these things, what kind of advice would you give to that young person? Man, that's that's a lot. Uh, I would, it's, you have to communicate one. Yeah. Um, Communication is key. And with communicating becomes, comes a lot. Ask for help. When needed, um, and, and like we just spoke on, it's yeah. it's okay to have that tough guy persona and stuff. But when times gets tough and you don't know what's going on, and yeah. you have people around you who do know what's going on, ask for help. Yeah, like it's okay. You know, it's nobody's gonna look at you different, especially when you have a job to get done. Yeah, you know that's the thing. When you have a job to get done and you're kind of not doing that job, you gotta. You got to find a different way other than being the tough guy to step out on that limb and get the help that you need. That's right. Could you imagine you bring up such a good point? I'm sorry, I'm moving this too. You you bring up such a good point because it's like, say you're playing inside linebacker. 
and they run right up the middle. Right. Well, you have a resource on the sideline that can that can help you identify where you went wrong and next time do this. Right. To not take advantage of that resource w- with that kind of application would be foolish. Exactly. And so can, why wouldn't a, that like apply that. to other like areas that. too? Right. 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 Yeah. That that's a that's a good that's a good scenario because that happens all the time. Of course. Right. A play gets ran and. It busted. Something yeah. busted on the defense. You know, you might have hit the wrong gap or, you yeah. know, a mental error. It happens. Sure. Of course. You come over to the sideline and you deny or try to deflect what the coach is telling you and he sees it right. <laughs> on this pad, right. Right. on this thing. And it's like you clearly – and but you were like, no, I, I didn't mess up. You know, that would, it would be oh, foolish. Oh, man, this is hitting me. This metaphor is hitting me. You're right because it it's like – now you take that into a different conversation, balancing tough and kind, uh, supporting mental health, whatever you want to do. And it's like, um, why, if you pretend, let's, I'm picturing you on the sideline with an iPad or Tom Brady, who may be the most, I don't know how you think about this, but like maybe one of the smartest football players, at least sure. the most dedicated <laughs> to trying to understand. Like For he's sure. always on it trying to understand. He's trying to get every resource he can and build all, as much understanding as he can to do it well right, next time. If he pretends or if he's covering it up, acting as though it didn't go wrong, then the same thing happens. You right. get deeper and deeper into over the and over and over again. So when I, dude, you're inspiring me on this. Yeah. So would you agree that that applies to like big time? Yeah, big time. If the support's yeah, out there, take it. And here in the in the aspect of football, the team is watching. The other teams are watching that. Yeah. So they're gonna come back to it. Yeah. Come back to it, and what's going to happen? You're going to continue to fall and fall and fall, yeah. and next you know, in the aspect of sports, you're out of a job. Yeah, there you go. So and I don't know think, how oh, to dude, pertain that to. <laughs> you take that metaphor in other directions, and like now you see some of the man. I don't want to get well. Screw it. We can get deep. Yeah. Like, you, and you find like the worst case scenarios yeah, in people's lives. Honestly, you you take that to a relationship, a romantic relationship. You continue to gloss over the problem, never have conversations never about, talk it. about it. Well, that relationship is probably yeah. not going to last yeah. as long as you would have wanted. The problem's going to come back and you're going to keep putting it off. Yeah. It's, you know, depending on the how both of you are, somebody's not going to say anything about it. And yeah. now, it's going to, now it's going to build up. Right. And build up and somebody's going to snap. Yeah. Well, that, so. Have you seen the Seinfeld episode, The Serenity Now? I haven't. Okay. That's like, I'm old. That's why. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, dude. There's this episode where he's like, George is, you know, George from Seinfeld mm-hmm. and his dad. And he's like, he's got this mantra. And it's it's uh, whenever whenever something goes wrong, he just says, Serenity Now. And he like bottles it up. And then, of gotcha. course, it's like, you pretend you nothing's wrong. About, like, his cap's going to pop sometimes. Without something. question. The bottle can't be. The bottle's not that big. No, that's right. And the pressure will build and build and build. And the problem with that is, if you take that approach, by the time it appears, so I'm also of this mindset. Like intensity is good. It is. You know, if you can apply it where you want to. Right. If it if it metaphorically is called off the bench, you're the intense part of you. Right. When you don't want it to, that's where stuff goes wrong. Yeah. The uh, big time. I don't want to name names, but I'm sure you've seen, have you seen images of like NFL guys, you know, off the field, yeah. you know, on, on closed cat on that CCTV yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I'm getting another, I'm getting emotional on this again. Cause you know, what stands out when I see those things is 
here's a guy in his 30s, and I'm, I've got two particular videos that come to mind, who had literally decades of opportunity to, it, under the right guidance and right. with the right mindset, like it seems like you have, really work to understand here's where being intense is, is appropriate and where I need to tag that part of me yeah. in. And here's where it has to cut off. Yeah. Can't and, do that. And, 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 and <laughs> it, it's can't. not. Yeah. But that's a struggle. Yeah, it is. Have you had? Have you found that before? Are you pretty good at? at um, here's, this is where it belongs. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm good because I've come to I, you know I was like this when I was young that football isn't my life. You yeah. know, even sports. I just play. I play the. I play the game. I'm you know involved in the yeah. game, but I'm not. I'm not that guy where if yeah. once I'm done, I don't, I'm you know I'm lost. I'm I'm fine. I could yeah. be without football if I needed to. But this is something that I do at the time, and I'm going to be my best at it. But yeah. when it's when I leave that building and you know get home, and it's time to be with my wife and enjoy time, I'm I'm doing that. I, yeah. You know, I watch my tape, you know, I yeah. get my iPad, and once I put that up, I know it's time to watch TV. I know it's time to. <laughs> that's right. I, I know it's yeah. time to watch one of our series and enjoy time together because you know that's the, that's it's our time now. Yeah. Well, you, would you agree that you can be one of the baddest dudes on the field, be a consummate professional, study tape, train, 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 and that, and, and what you just explained though, but you don't have to be that twenty four seven. It's it's okay to cut it off. Yeah, it's- I think people, I think people have become overly romantic about the idea of obsession. Yeah, and uh, and and like, and I go back and forth with this because like, it's this. I'm sure, and dude, you've got a long career ahead of you, and I'll be excited. We will be excited to support and watch for sure. Thank you, appreciate without it. a doubt. But the the idea that there's this, uh, you know, we we have the very great privilege of working with super high caliber high school, college, pro, and Olympic hopefuls, and these are people who all fall into this category. I think of it's this double edged sword. Like to to get to that kind of level, you've got to be nearly obsessed. But what happens over and over again, we find, is that when you get to the back end of your career, like I said, what's best case scenario? 40, right. 45? Yeah. Like, long. yeah abs- long. That'd be absolute bad. <laughs> That's like Tom, yeah, Tom right. the, the 0.001%. You're for, say 43. Well, what's you still got that's 43 after. more years plus. Yeah. What does the rest of your life look like? And you've got this, what I find is like, we've got these people who become so obsessed and it's wonderful, but the steep come, right. excuse me, the, 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 the cliff comes very steeply. And it's like, and all of a sudden you're, you're like, and what do I do now? Yeah, can't you know? Can't be a family man at that point because oh man, they took the football away, and now football was what was keeping you happy, and that's yeah. and that, and it's like once that's gone, now you got to come home and Who actually enjoy time, right? right. You got to actually come home and enjoy time with your family. Yeah, and they don't know what to do. People don't know what to do. So sad. Have you seen that play out? I've you heard stories. I, about I've it? heard stories yeah. where it's just like you know. And even like I've had friends or stuff where it's just like, man, like I have, I have to play football. Like yeah. I like it's a must. And I, I mean, I understand them because that's what got them to where they were at. But it's like at some point we got to come out of, come out of that mindset. And yeah. it's okay to put football first. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying sure. that. You can probably say yeah. yeah, I'm not saying that, but it's looking like this is kind of on the other side. Like it's getting dangerous mm-hmm. if you don't have it. You know. That's right. Like I, where I'm going, going to be concerned about you. Right. As, I'm not a psychologist. Don't get me wrong, but I did but study. You understand psychology? Yeah, yeah. I understand it. Yeah. I'm going to be concerned about you if you stop playing because 
your attitude has changed. You know, you mm. become a different person. And so, yeah. Well, let's go this hypothetical. Let's talk about this person hypothetically and bring your psychology into it. Say this person has played for years and they fully identified with it. But, but it's clear to you that they're not, it's not going to pan out the way they want. Right. What are two or three things that you could guide them toward? Meaning like, take if you take this, and this is where I want you to input, if you take this away from your career so far, you can apply it to other areas of your life that doesn't have to be football. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what were some of those lessons? That's good. Break that down again? So, and, 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 yeah, for sure. It's like, so <laughs> hypothetically, you got a friend who's been playing since he was a kid. Maybe you right. played together in the Canton region. And they thought for sure football was going to be their path. But it's not going to work out that way. But maybe they've been training the whole time. And right. they, they've built, hopefully, they've built these other skills along the way that can be applied not yeah. to football necessarily, okay. but to other areas. What, what, what do you think, what could you guide them toward? Like, hey, yeah. I don't know. So that work them. ethic... You working. got, there you you've go. been working. Yeah, you've been working out this whole time and it hasn't come yet. Yeah. Maybe it's not, you know, take that work ethic and put it somewhere else. Put it in a, in a hobby, something that you love to do other than football. Now we have sure. to ask, what else do you like to do? Yep. You know, there's that to, you know, you just don't go home and sit down and not do anything. Sure. You know, or sure. maybe you do, but there's something else. So there's got to be. Yeah, it has to be. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do, what do you love to do? Now I'm asking that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could put that work ethic in that, or what else do you love? You yeah. know, just trying to find little things. Yeah. That yeah. You love to do that where you don't have to spend so much time on obsessing about the sport. Yeah. Because. Yeah. It's time. You know, it's time to put it on the shelf. Maybe you can coach. Maybe, yeah. I have a lot of friends. You I'm like not, it so much? Yeah. Yeah. I have sure. a lot of friends that I'm not saying that they were steps of football, but they loved the game. Yeah. Right. And they were like, I, you know, kind of don't want to be around the game. I don't mm-hmm. want to leave the game. Sure. They're coaching now. Sure. It's so, like, That's it. You are Different in. application of, right. of same. Yeah. You're in. Yeah. So things like that where we just, you kind of have to dig a little deeper and ask questions like, you know, if, especially if it's your friend, you know, if you're yeah, close friends, you right. kind of know what they like to do. Yeah, yeah. And even right. you can help and, you know, kind of guide them in the direct direction of putting them on to different things. I love I'm glad that you said that. We have, we talk about it every podcast. So for the frequent listeners, I'm sorry for being redundant, but it's so important. And I've taken this to almost every area of my life. Does your behavior match your goal is, is a mantra yeah. we have. Does your behavior like match your goal? It's, we call it the mantra of practical mindfulness. You know, it's like, um, and it can apply to anything. And what I heard you just say is a version of that. So what you just, I, I heard, figure out what you're passionate about. Right. Now you can start to build goals around it and then take your behavior. Well, I heard you identify work ethic. Right. So take this work ethic that you built in pursuit of being a football player, identify another area of passion and just what bring those that? things yeah. together. You could be, it's, and we're in this like, we're in this era of time where like maybe your passion is, uh, Gardening, yeah. I don't know. So you can do anything. You can, you can, you can start a podcast. You can do like you can, you literally. can go all in on gardening. Videos, put it on Instagram. For you can sure. literally, and you can start going to farmers markets <laughs> and selling your stuff. Like you can, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy the yeah. amount of things that can be done now. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying I couldn't, but with technology, it's so much different. So, like, yeah, you got, totally. there's the avenues are insane. They really, they it's really insane. Are. And I know it's a little hard. You don't have to put in some work. Don't get me wrong. It's not just going to pop up in a day, but one hundred percent. I mean, but that, but that's so good. Like, I love that you said that too because I've got friends who were 
monsters in terms of their work ethic. Right. They weren't as talented as you, but monsters in terms of their work ethic. And I hope this doesn't resonate. If this resonates with anyone, I'm sorry for calling you out. But they would grind day and night yeah. in pursuit of football. But then they move to another job. And they're like, ah, it's, they don't seem to have the same work ethic. Right. And it's like, man, if you could just bottle that over here and, and reapply it. Take it over there. It doesn't come easy. It'd be good. But neither, it neither does trying to pass Rush Lane Johnson. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And I, you, know, you kind of had me thinking about it. I'm like, I say that, but I'm like, I... Busted. I busted my butt. Yeah. And there's been times where I'm like, I, I wasn't a goal, a per, person that went out, but yeah, I made small sacrifices. It wasn't major. It weren't major to me because sure. I didn't like doing some of the stuff anyways. But sure. like, like I said, I went home every spring break in college. Yeah. And I'm in the weight room. I'm back in my at my high school lifting. Yeah. Every yeah. day over spring break. Yeah. Like I got friends that's out down in Miami and stuff. But I'm I'd rather just work out and be at yeah. home and. In my head, I'm being safe. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Right? Like, That's right. I don't want to get, you know, this is my body, so I'd rather be safe. And Dude, well, th- there you go. Does your behavior match your goal? If you're trying to be an elite football player. Then, right. And, and by the way, I'm not judging anyone who goes no, out and no, does not that at all. stuff. Not but, at all. But it's one of those things where it's like you're going to have to confront it eventually. You're right. Right? You don't going, have, there's you, a time to stop. You're going 100%. to have to. If you become a family man, you, that partying, unless, you know, your wife doing it too. <laughs> uh, honestly, and this is what's hard for people to confront. Unless you just don't care that much about how your wife feels, right? Like no, yeah. honestly, <laughs> that's yeah, honestly, because right. it's going to have to stop. I mean, yeah. unless y'all going like you said, you, you going out together, or you just don't care. Yeah. It's, and again, I want to be really clear about this. This is why I call it practical mindfulness. Like we're not trying to impose our morals on people. No, not we're at got, all. We're trying to get people to be reflective and say, if I make this decision, this is what it's saying. Right. You know, like we, we talked, I was at a workshop the other day talking about communication, professional communication. And you have an, do you have an Apple Watch? Yep. Okay. Sorry. You, you, you've, been, you've been amazing at it because like back in my day, you know, you, what is it? If I'm talking to you and I'm like doing this all the time, doesn't that, that communicate something that to you? That tells me you need to be somewhere. I need to go. Yeah. Right. You got to go. It go. might be more important. Right. So, yeah. so this is, which of course that's not the case, but like. One one thing that came to my mind the other day was with the the Apple Watch. Like I I was in this uh, professional setting and these people were checking their Apple Watch. I made them take them off because yeah. I was like, just so you all know, we're in this workshop setting. Uh, this one person in particular, he, he wasn't checking the time. He wasn't trying to be somewhere else, but he was getting little buzzes. So every time he gets a buzz, it's he's like he, he's going like this. And it's like I know you don't mean it, but what you're telling that person across from you yeah. is that you don't want to. Be here. Right. Once you have, again, I'm, we're not judging that, but once you have awareness over it, now you have a decision. Is your goal to stay in tune with your text in the immediate moment, or is it to show the person across from you that you're, you you're here with them right. and you want to respect them? So you put it off, put it over here, and no now judgment. Just right. it is what it is. It is what it is. So you're just bringing some light, you know, yeah. on the on the situation. Not trying That's to right. be mean. That's right. All right. Well, and that and do and. <laughs> I feel like I know Coach Lim is getting anxious because we might be going over time, but uh, but like, but that 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 was a hard thing for me, yeah. You know, because it's like for so much of my life, it was almost like I played fullback is where I think I was best. Yeah. So it's almost like for to really dumb it down, you're forcing things into place. Yeah. So I would be telling people go over there instead of aligning with with them anyway we could go off the rails on this i'm sorry coach Lynn. Okay. He's, 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 he's giving me one of these now the uh so okay so here's so moving forward uh one last one last thing 
what can the people of Chicago, what should the people of Chicago, Chicago Bears fans, what should they be looking forward to this coming fall from right. you, from the team, from the have, city? I have big goals for myself. I always set goals, you know, before the season. I'm trying to – I want to have a 10-sack season this year. I think I can do it. Um, yeah. I've been working. I've been busting my butt this off season, working yeah. out with different people, trying to learn the game. You know, this is only my third year technically playing. Yeah. Defensive end, this will be my second, That's third – Full season, you know, I only so I only got a few seasons up under my belt as a defensive end. So um, I, I know that I'm athletic enough. I know that I'm strong enough. So now it's just you know getting out there and and seeing what works. Yeah. You know, I've I've had a full year up under my belt. I think I know and understand the game a little better. I know I know, understand the game a little better now, but um, it's still you have to go out and execute. Absolutely. So I put in the work over this off season, and now it's you know the season's starting to roll back around. So it's time to put it out there and put it on tape, and execute. I love it, and I gotta say, just to pull it all together, I hear from you commitment. I hear care, great athletic ability. There's only so much you can do about that, but it's yeah. there, and and just sort of the right disposition to grow and keep improving. It is no doubt from my perspective that you were on the front end of something really meaningful thank you and we're going to be excited to watch and uh i hope the rest of chicago is as well and, and don't go anywhere oh, chicago I, hey, listen, <laughs> yeah. I hate i hate moving okay fine so, so simple look, as that you're welcome to yeah I, i'm hey if they got if they want me i look if the, yeah i'll be here well yeah you, you have at least <laughs> two votes moving. so there you go i love it man well thank you for your time well, and thank you, you. Appreciate, appreciate it, it. Do you need business cards? Do you need flyers, posters, custom thank you notes, or any sort of stationery to take your business to the next level? If so, then you've got to see the good people at Mighty Printing. They've got two locations. One of them's up north in Glencoe, Illinois. The other is right in the heart of Chicago on 180 West Washington Street. They do most of the printing for the Good Athlete Project, and we just could not do our business without them. They've also worked with teams like the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago Blackhawks. They've worked with Let Us Entertain You Restaurant Group. They do holiday cards. They do wedding cards. They help you. They help you not only celebrate special occasions, but make them that much more special. And like I said, if you are a small business owner or a large business owner, they will give you the sort of personalized service combined with incredibly high quality goods. You just can't find that combo, honestly, anywhere else. Find them online at mightyprint.com. That's M-I-T-E print, P-R-I-N-T dot com. And on Instagram, same thing, at mightyprint, M-I-T-E print. And tell them the Good Athlete Project sent you.